Nope. Just it's just always a good time. We've got divisions, we've got conferences, we've got all t- whatever you want. But we haven't looked at yet since the market opened on this show. Number one seeds in the AFC and NFC and odds for that. In the AFC, it should be no surprise to anybody. You got the Chiefs at plus three twenty. Since he's five to one, Buffalo's plus five fifty. Baltimore, there you go, PJ. Eight plus eight fifty with my Jacksonville Jaguars in at ten to one. You guys, uh, you one, do you like these? Do they make sense to you? And two, do you think that Kansas City just does the same thing again and gets a number one seed? It, the only reason they got the number one seed, sorry, Ryan. No, you're uh, good. I was a- is because Cincinnati and the Buffalo game got canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, probably either Buffalo or Cincinnati gets it. So I like. I like Cincinnati plus 500, but I really like Baltimore at plus 850. Mm-hmm. I like that number. Uh, listen, if they win their division, they're going to be taking out Cincinnati. I just think that this roster is is really ready to compete. As long as Todd Munkin is that guy and Lamar Jackson is fully healthy, this team's going to win a lot of games. I don't know what they're going to do in the postseason, but boy, oh boy, does plus 850 have my mouth completely watering. So you're going Baltimore? I love that price. Did you actually play that or are you I haven't played would? it. I would. I haven't played it. I, yeah. I didn't even look at it until today when PJ gave it to us. Yeah, I haven't done anything here either. Um, and I know I'm really high on the Jets, obviously. I played them to win the division. I just I don't think it's Buffalo's year, you guys. Everything that's going on off the field. I, I have some concerns about the defensive side of the ball because they're getting older and all those injuries. Like they I know couldn't Tredavious rush the quarterback. Yeah. They got no pressure on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I know you bring back Von Miller, but he's going to be another mm-hmm. year older. He's coming off you know, another injury. Uh, and then the secondary, I love Micah Hyde, but he's getting older. He had a devastating neck injury. You have – I do really like Poyer. I'm glad that they were able to bring him back. He was crucial that he to that defense. Too. But the team that like I feel everybody's sleeping on, and I'm looking at them not only to win the division but a 12 to one price, mm, the yes. Miami Dolphins. I mean, the defense is going to be better this year. They're not going to give up 365 passing yards per game. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think with Jalen Ramsey coming over, and I know he's not Jalen Ramsey as we talked about, you know, the last couple shows from three, four years ago. But I still think that he's a pretty damn good corner. You have Vic Fangio who, in my opinion, is one of the best defensive minds ever in league history. Aaron Rodgers will tell you that. All the NFC North quarterbacks that used to see him when he was in Chicago will tell you that. And Denver as well. Not a good head coach, but a hell of a coordinator and a great defensive mind. I really like Mike McDaniels. We'll see. Maybe they end up with Delvin Cook or they get another back there. But you have Jalen Waddell. You have Tyreek Hill. All it comes down to is can Tua play a full season? You know, is he going to be healthy? You have better offensive line play. Even if Tua does go down, I'm not a big Mike White fan, but if you need to win a game or two, you do have Mike White as a very serviceable backup. You don't have to throw Skylar Thompson out there. Yeah. Although, man, Skylar <laughs> Thompson almost won a playoff game, too. Miami played really good. Nobody gave him a chance in that game. They were three touchdown dogs nearly. Um, so I kind of like that price for the Dolphins. 12-1 to 1 is like a little Jets hedge and just a pretty good number. But maybe I wait, see if they drop a couple games early and get a better price because they have to kick off the season against my Chargers. The tough part about this is the two teams that you guys have already said. One, I, I love Baltimore plus 850. I'm with you. But even in Miami 12 to 1 and Baltimore, you got quarterbacks that you don't know whether they can make it through a full season. Now, I, I, it is a little different with Tua because Tua, that's based on more concussions. I know it wasn't just concussions, but that's probably the biggest, most glaring uh, worry or fear with him is that more of those happen and it keeps him out, among other things. But Lamar Jackson, we know he's missed the last couple of years, but you know people forget. That Ravens team, two years ago, when they got crushed by injuries, before the season even started, they were, what, 8-2, first place? Lamar Jackson was a favorite to win MVP, and then he got hurt. 
and then they never won another game again. Yeah. So if they again, it, it comes, it always comes down to health in the NFL. Every team, right? Like if a team gets decimated, it's not the same team. You just get it what it is. But when you look at a situation here where you say, okay. We've got enough of a sample size that when this thing is put relatively together and Lamar Jackson's under center, this Ravens team is really, really good. And that's where the value is because a lot of people are forgetting right. what they're really capable of. And we've seen more of that, I'd say, than the Ravens, than obviously with the Dolphins, Mike McDaniel, too, on that offense, even when they were at their best. You know, I've played like like I have the Jets winning the AFC and going to the Super Bowl. I played that right you do? away. Yeah, what? yeah. Oh, I had no but idea. I've never played the number one seed market, and I absolutely love this. So actually, screw everything that I said about the Dolphins, 12 to 1. Like, I am really high on the Dolphins. I do think they get into the playoffs. I think they could win 11, 12 games with the healthy Tua. But the Jets are 14 to 1. I'm good on all that. Cleveland at 16 to 1 is kind of interesting. My Chargers, 18 to 1 to be the number one seed in the AFC. Wow. If they stay healthy, all that talent, you have Kellen Moore allowing Justin Herbert to push the ball down the field. But man, like, if you really believe that Sean Payton can turn the Broncos around, they're going to have a top five defense. We know that. They have all those skill position players. They're thirty to one. I'm just saying that's a decent number. New England's fifty to one. What if they actually uh, make some moves here the next couple of days? That number's going down. Denver at thirty to one, I think, is worth a look. I know how terrible they were last year, but also Nathaniel Hackett was the head coach for the majority of the season. Russell Wilson was coming off an injury-filled season, also learning a new offense, which wasn't really an offense. I mean, you watch those first four weeks of the season. What the hell was going on, Denver? I don't understand how Nathaniel Hackett got another job. I mean, I do, because that's the only way you land Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers. yeah. That's the only way that he got it's the nice job to, in Denver. It's nice to have friends, right? Because you got to have friends in yeah, high places. The reports were Rodgers wanted to go to Denver. And, uh, but Ro- Rodgers hates everyone. Yeah. Rodgers hates everyone, but yet he loves Nathaniel Hackett. He was stumping for him as soon as he got to New York. He's yeah. like, it's ridiculous that anybody would even assert that that was why Nathaniel Hackett got the job. So, I don't feel... I don't feel that uh, Aaron Rodgers is doing that just to be a nice guy. There has to be some redeeming qualities or he would just be ripping them. Yeah. I think I think one of the redeeming qualities is that uh, like Aaron Rodgers loves full control, as we're seeing at Jets camp. Like mm-hmm. He's just running the show. And that works perfect because you have Robert Sala, who really only runs the defense. Yeah. And then you have... And you know what's funny about the whole thing is just the fact that Michael Floor was the offensive coordinator, and he's also one of Robert Sala's best friends. Like, they were all in each other's weddings and Kyle Shanahan, and he still had to can him. And then he just brings in Nathaniel Hackett, who's, you know, obviously worked under Matt LaFleur. It's just weird how that all worked out. But, yeah, I'm not saying he's – he definitely knows the game, but he's just never really been a great play caller because he was in Jacksonville. Yeah, they make the run to the AFC title game. That had nothing to do with him right. or Blake Bortles. That was Leonard Fournette, that run game, and that defense. And in Green Bay, he never called the plays. But I think Rodgers is just is going to have full control, and that's going to work out. Yeah, I, he would have never gotten him, that job in Denver. Yeah, if no. if it wasn't for the chance to maybe get Aaron Rodgers, because and you could tell he was in over his head. But he might be in a position where it is, uh, it's 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 a capable offense at least now, where Aaron Rodgers then adds everything else that you need to do. You know, but the, the two teams over the last couple of years in. The Broncos last year and the Jaguars two years ago were in similar situations, right? Head coaches that had no clue what they were doing. One had no interest in even being there, clearly, in Urban Meyer. Learned very quickly uh, he should have never made this jump. But the jump from Jacksonville, Urban Meyer, disaster, to then Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence in year two was, I mean, exponential. I mean, they made, especially the last half of the season. I I like Denver. I, I see what you're talking about with the value there. 
But that really is just a value play in a big, big number, and you're crossing your fingers hoping a million things go your way. Other teams cannibalize themselves because they're just in tougher divisions or whatever the case is. But I actually kind of like Jacksonville, but the price is just not great. Like It's, I mean. it's like my heart is there, but I go, this like the Jags could just make a big jump this year because they care so much about the regular season. Yeah, those are my right Denver and, and yeah. Jacksonville. Those are my two teams that I love coming into this year. All right, let's do it like this. All right, let's go strength the schedule. Let's look at have, who has the easiest schedule in the AFC. Teams that would legitimately, you know, get the number one seed because I don't think it's going to be uh, Houston this year. You do have Pittsburgh with the eighth easiest schedule. A lot of the NFC teams are obviously atop the sport, and then you have the Colts. I think they're probably like three years away from yeah winning Doing the AFC, anything. right? What do you guys think about we're not touching Tennessee? Jacksonville's yep. actually that next team. They have the 12th easiest schedule. Mm-hmm. Projected to win nine games. I think Denver's right on the same level, though, schedule-wise. So, yeah, you have um, the Jags at 12, and then you have Denver. Ooh. 30-1. Yeah. yeah. Oh, then I saw a different list. 23rd. Baltimore's there at 21. Mm-hmm. The Bengals have a little bit easier of a schedule at 20. Bengals. The Browns at 16. I kind of like the Browns, too. 16 to 1. Yeah, so you'll have a healthy Nick Chubb, no Kareem Hunt to steal carries away. But Kareem Hunt hasn't of, been signed yet. Yeah, maybe, maybe, the, I don't know that he goes back there, though. It doesn't sound like that's even a possibility. Yeah. So you have Amari Chubb, Cooper. You have Amari Cooper. You it have all Eli Mitchell. What, it all comes down to, like, what is Deshaun Watson? That's, and the defense. I love Desha- I love him, but. Yeah. Is Cleveland's defense good? Because they have a lot of guys. And is Stefanski good? Yeah, and is Stefanski good? Uh, I probably wouldn't place that bet, but no. the price is good. They no. just have so many question marks. You know, you just look at Cleveland now, and it, it, right coming off of where they were, you just at least you saw when Tua was healthy, when Lamar Jackson was healthy, you know the production. We don't know what Deshaun Watson's going to be. He hasn't played in in years. Would you rather Thursday Pittsburgh at twenty to one? <laughs> Or Cleveland at sixteen to one. Cleveland at sixteen. To Cleveland, one. yeah, it you has know? to be Cleveland. I'd go over because you're going Deshaun total, Watson but... over Kenny Pickett, and yeah. I'm more comfortable with Deshaun Watson carrying a team to that than Kenny Pickett. Although, if you want to play devil's advocate, you could say, "Well, I'm going Mike Tomlin over, over yeah, Kevin thousand Stefanski. percent." No, that's thousand true. Percent. That is... <laughs> like, it, I wouldn't be shocked if Pittsburgh did win 11, 12 games. I would be shocked if they were a number one seed. Actually, I'd probably be shocked if they won 11, 12 games. My man, Dom Smith yeah. already get a hit. I feel like he did. Yeah, he did. I feel like he did. That's he's what you need to do. He's on first there. Yeah. Well, I have some hits for the Astros, for the parlay. but yeah, for the parlay, yeah, but that's right. just a hit. All right, out of, out of the quarterbacks then that we mentioned here, right, there's a lot that have question marks. Take the top tier out. Take Josh Allen and, and Joe Burrow and Pat Mahomes and all that. Do you have more confidence that you're going to get a full season at their highest level from Tua or Deshaun Watson? Because I think, because that's, I'd have to go to Sean. like, this is where we start breaking this down. If you're looking at each individual spot, you got to start then going, all these different layers of, okay, there's this factor, there's strength of schedule, there's also quarterback. Yeah. See, like, if Deshaun was terrible last year and he was, like, there all camp, he played in the preseason, he he was there week one, I would overreact a little bit more. I'd be like, oh, man, maybe he's washed. Maybe he forgot how to play the position. But you knew there was going to be some rust. What was weird is he just looked like a different quarterback. Like, his footwork, his mechanics were kind of sloppy. Um, like he was holding the ball up higher, which was weird. Mm-hmm. He was doing like some of the stuff that he did back at Clemson, but he looks like he's in great shape. Uh, you know, all the workout tape, it's like the Ben Simmons thing, but all the workout tape looks really good. He looks like he's lost some weight. So I'm sure that he probably worked with somebody, worked on those mechanics. He's been working out with his wide receivers. So I would go to Sean, and that's the reason I'd be high on the Browns if Deshaun could be the quarterback that we saw a couple years ago in Houston. Look, we have to remember, that Texans team should have beat Mahomes and the Chiefs. They had a three-score lead, yep. but Bill O'Brien lost his damn mind <laughs> and went for it on fourth down in his own territory, and then Mahomes ripped their faces off. 
Literally, I remember exactly <laughs> where I was when that happened. I even go, oh, it's time to live bet the Chiefs. Because Mahomes was going up to everybody on the sideline. Yep. He's like, don't worry about this. Make the next play. We're going to beat them. And I was like, I think he's, I think he's right. I think they're going to beat them because Bill O'Brien is a uh, doofus. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, Peach. I know he's a, I know he's a Bama guy for you. Well, he he did, doesn't care. He I did can't not, stand Well, not Bill anymore. O'Brien. Now yeah. he's a now he's a Mac Jones Patriots guy. <laughs> he did sabotage that Texans team, though. I, I mean, the... What he did D-hop for as a general manager, down David Johnson at thirty I, years old, that might be the worst trade in NFL I history. I still can't get over that to this day, and we still don't know why he did it. Right? It almost felt like it was out of spite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't even like you were doing it. Well, it was like Chip Kelly. Remember when Chip Kelly got to Philadelphia and he started? It was you know got rid of Lashawn McCoy and then just released Deshaun Jackson for a reason no one will ever really know. I mean, there's rumors of stuff, but like it just came down to like he came in and said, "I'm going to just take over this thing." Yeah. That yeah, was... this doesn't work, though, you know? Never. Mm-mm. Not with grown men. Right, and not, like, legit players because you got friends in that locker room. And also, like, it's hard to it's hard to sell veterans. Like, the Houston Texans are a perfect example from last year. We had, like, Brandon Cooks. Everybody's like, when I talk about the Cowboys, well, Cooks is coming off a down year. Yeah, because there was no motivation for him to show up every Sunday because the Texans were terrible. Yeah, Cooks is going to cook. 31, 32 years old. He wants to win. He doesn't want to play on a 3-4 win team. That's the thing. Like, it's it's hard to sell some of these guys on stuff. You know, PJ, I'm disappointed that when you put this on here, you didn't put the Houston Texans. I want to know what their odds are to have the number one overall seed. Did I not? Uh, they Come were, on. They're 100 to 1. <laughs> they're 100 to 1. 100 to I'll one. give you 150, but you got to Venmo me the money right now and no put it chance. up front. If anybody wants the Texans, Ryan Horvath, 24. It is a great Venmo, way to waste money. Really great Ryan way to waste will, money. Ryan will, will immediately put that money into something else. And make money off of the money that you're just going to lose. That's why I'm not the fantasy mm-hmm. baseball commissioner anymore. <laughs> because I would just take everybody's money and spend it immediately. And then like somebody would win and be like, where's my money? I'd be like, oh, oh. it's actually in my room right now. It's called the stereo. So you're running, you're <laughs> running a pyramid scheme is what you were saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just hope that I would have, I'd be like, I have to have the best team because I don't want to pay anybody out. i got to figure it out. This year. I think Houston's <laughs> actually going to be decent this year. I mean, they were so bad last year. Like, There's a chance that what Vegas is decent? is decent is like five wins. They're going to cover games this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many games they're mm-hmm. going to win. Were... the reports are pretty good out of camp. Yeah. Like, CJ Stroud's the leader that they want. I love Stroud. Yeah, you too. But New I head don't... coach, fresh start, not much pressure. Obviously, different, different, different divisions, different conferences. But would you rather bet the Carolina Panthers or the Houston Texans to go over their win total? Because I would go Panthers. Panthers. Me and Pige were talking Panthers. about this before. I would go show. Panthers. We, we think they might be pretty good. I'm a believer the, in Bryce Young. Again, think of the way they ended the season last year. Great run game uh, and a pretty solid defense. defense. Bryce Young. I, I'm. I believe in Bryce Young. I know there's going to be some mistakes, but they also have the ability to run that football. Maybe the hell. Maybe they even go get another running back that's on the market. Yeah. All I need to see from Bryce Young is he's got to run out of bounds and he has to slide. He can't be out there like Joe Burrow or Lamar taking yeah. hits. Like you got to get out of bounds because you're six foot. 180 pounds, probably, <laughs> soaking wet. Poor guy. He's had his size just talked about so much over the last Drew, couple of months. It's don't, really Don't matter, rude. though. Drew Brees isn't the tallest. This Aaron is Rogers true. Rodgers is only six foot one. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Yeah, it's I the, like Bryce Young. The heart of the lion. Yes. He's got. Yes, of course. All right, we're going to take a look at the history we had at the U.S. Open today. Next, it's Bet MGM Tonight.